Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Well, good morning. Welcome to another wonderful Wednesday, and I am your host, Jackie Perry, and we are here for another Wednesday of Blog Talk Radio with Navic Talks. So this morning, we are in for a special treat because we have a special guest with us, Ms. Monique Strong, and it's very rare that you get to meet young people, and especially women who are in the construction industry. So we are just especially uh, blessed this morning to have Monique Strong as a guest with us this morning. So how are you doing this morning, Monique? Hi, Jackie, and good morning, and thank you so much for having me. I am doing great. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, listen, I am excited about having you. I know that we have a uh, relationship as Navwick sisters, and I know a little bit about you and how wonderfully talented you are, but we want to give our audience this morning an opportunity to meet you, and I'm going to give them just a little bit of background about you, but certainly I would love for you to tell them a little bit more. But just to introduce our guest, Monique Strong, she's a native of Memphis with a Bachelor of Science degree in electrical engineering from Clark Atlanta University and a construction manager certification from Atlanta Technical College. Monique is an ambitious, detail-oriented engineer and construction manager with leadership capabilities, project understanding, and experience with a specialty experience coming from the property management industry. She joined, and hopefully I'm saying this correctly, Ujama Construction. Yes. Did I get that right? Okay. You have to be. Oh, thank you. She joined Ujama Construction in 2019 as a project engineer. And again, to be such a young person, I'm just very, very impressed already with her uh, educational background as well as her current expertise. So once again, uh, we just welcome Monique to the show. And we're just going to jump right in. As a kickoff, I'm just going to allow you a few moments, Monique, so you might be able to tell us a little bit more 
about yourself, including providing us an example of the kind of work that you do. Thank you so much, Jackie, for the for the introduction. I'm very excited to be a part of the show today. Um, a little bit about myself. Well, you, you've heard the, the intro, but one of the things people don't understand is that I love people. I love um, helping people. I love community, and I love development. And I believe that is uh, definitely one of the keys that kind of helped me to kind of transition into construction. I like to... Um, See, I like to the building to build and to actually see things executed, go from project to project, from beginning to end, and see the results of it. Um, currently, right now, an example, I actually as a project engineer, I help uh, with the senior project manager, and I go and actually uh, manage projects. Um, currently, working on a project in Gwinnett County right now, and we are making sure that, of course, we're looking at the the scope of the budget and the schedule, and working with having great relationships with the subcontractors and also the um, the client to ensure that we give the uh, best um, performance and, of course, complete project. Wow. Thank you for sharing some additional information then about your your background. And I believe today's interview is going to be really interesting and I think advantageous for other young women out there who are wanting to get into the construction industry. So let me ask you this question. First of all, what influence or motivated you to choose the uh, degree or track that you selected in, in college and for your educational background? It was actually, uh, I actually stumbled upon it, uh, <laughs> to be completely honest. Um, I originally, when I was younger, I studied astronomy, and I wanted to be, I wanted to learn more about the, the the stars and the planets, and I actually went to a school that actually specialized within it, and that's what I thought I was actually going to um, go more go more toward. Um, and then there was a short moment when I got into politics, and I thought I was going to go into uh, have a, a political career. I ended up stumbling into engineering. Uh, I went to a camp. Um, for the summer, a STEM program um, on the campus of Clark Atlanta University. And for that whole summer, I began to ask questions and be around other like-minded people uh, within the um, program, and they explained what engineering really was. And for me, that was um, quite an experience because by that time I started to understand the various different industries, um, whether it be mechanical, electrical, or um, civil, and based on just some of the information I received and also uh, being able to speak with some of the professors, that's when I discovered that I wanted to kind of go more toward the electrical discipline. Wow, that's that's very interesting. So from astrology to politics, then to engineering, <laughs> that, that's, that's a very interesting path. But no, you mentioned the, the STEM program, you know, as an introduction to your getting into construction. So you attended this summer program, which also reminds us of how important STEM programs are, the uh, the industry days within 
the high schools and the colleges because they are a good way to introduce young people to industries like engineering, architecture, construction. So uh, so it's very good that you were able to have that that experience. And we're going to hear a little bit more about NAVIC and its relation to the STEM industry in a little bit when we go to our commercial. But for right now, let's talk about students who might be interested in the construction arena, Monique. What advice would you give students wanting to enter the construction management industry? If someone is interested in the construction industry or even even construction management, my best advice would be to do the research. Uh, definitely um, connect with some people that you may know in the industry and begin to uh, participate in some shadow programs. Find companies that you may be interested in, uh, interested in working with, and and connect with one uh, a representative in HR, and just see if you can shadow. Um, whether it's the on-site superintendent, whether it is the project manager, or if it if it happens to be an estimator, um, those are various different um, disciplines within the construction uh, management sector, and 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 very important in construction. I would recommend shallow programs, um, mentorships, uh, also of course reading. Um, and just kind of doing the research, we have so many ways to obtain so much information these days. And I'm definitely a fan of YouTube University. So those are some really great resources to kind of reach out to that can um, that will give you that opportunity to kind of learn more in regards to construction and into uh, construction management. Um, I would also recommend organizations, whether it's uh, NATWIC, National Association of Black Women in Construction, or uh, NAWIC, National Association of Women in Construction. Uh, Also, there are various different other um, organizations as well, minority contractors or just general contractors, um, organizations. Wow. So a lot of things that someone could get involved in if they're wanting to enter the construction management industry and learn a little bit more about it. So it could be shadowing, it could be mentorship, research, uh, getting involved with organizations like NAVWIC, as, as you mentioned. Are there any other resources or even advice that you that really helped you on your journey that perhaps you can share with expiring entrepreneurs or other students who might be interested in the field? I would also uh, recommend what helped me was internship. While I was in school, this at the time when I was attending, after I transitioned from Clarkland University and then later on attended Atlanta Technical College, one of the things that I will say, well, let me let me back up a little bit. When I attended Clarkland University, I did have this opportunity to do an internship for an architectural firm. Um, I went back home to Memphis and was able to get this awesome, phenomenal internship opportunity. And I did it uh, in a very unique way. Uh, Actually, um, someone recommended just looking through the phone book. I know many people don't utilize that much um, in this uh, day and time, but opened the phone book, actually went through um, and called all the companies that at that time I was looking for an, an electrical engineering firm. 
And I happened to stumble upon this electrical engineering firm, and it was um, um, woman-owned. And I uh, called them up, let them know I was a student. I was very interested. I wanted to see if I could do an internship. Uh, and they actually asked me to come in, and I, uh, you know, met with them and had some conversation. They was like, you know, hey, we really like you. Well, we don't have anything at this time. However, we know someone that does. And they were able to refer me um and connect me to an architectural firm that was actually working on a really big project uh, for the state of Arkansas. So during that time, I was able to travel, and I worked with a team. And at that time, uh, now that I think about it, there were project managers on that team. There were uh, mechanical, electrical, you know, various different types of trades. And the scope was that we went to assess the Arkansas public schools. And so um, they were at that time looking to do some renovations. Their schools hadn't been renovated at the time. They were still kind of, um, these schools were originally built in 19 like 1918 and you would be surprised how they were still fully functional but um, they needed to do a course of innovations and so we were to go in and kind of assess and to see and I was on the team with the electrical and I was with a senior electrical engineer and it was a really awesome opportunity Um, it was very unique I learned a lot I was the only female definitely the youngest and also the only African-American. So at a very, I feel like a young age, I, I got a chance to kind of understand and be able to be in environments where I was still able to learn so much from the professionals that were around me. Wow, that is interesting and a, sounds like a very valuable internship that you were able to participate in. And let me ask you this, because it sounds very interesting. Number one, quite unique, as you said, because I don't think many people these days would think to actually go through the phone book or the yellow pages. <laughs> uh, so so that, that, was, that was interesting. But also acquiring the internship and being the only, as you said, the only female African-American and also being young. I mean, you know, three kind of misnomers there. Were there challenges? Did you find that there were challenges as a young female and being African-American going through uh, this particular internship? Yes, I actually did have a, a, a something that was a great learning opportunity for me. Um, I think they did a great job of uh, definitely making sure I had a lot of knowledge. And the great thing was that after we would come off site, we would go to dinner. And then, of course, um, the gentlemen, all the gentlemen would talk and they would, of course, talk business. But I've got a lot of great nuggets from those conversations. Um, Every once in a while, I would dialogue. But most times I was listening because there was so much knowledge that was being shared and poured, maybe not directly to me, but I was just grasping because at that time I was definitely, uh, I've always been wanting to be, always have been a sponge. I just like to soak it up and just listen and really be and and observe and also gather nuggets. But there was one particular time when we went out to dinner and um, there was a conversation that was happening and I think I heard one of the he was one of the mechanical engineers. He was an older gentleman, nice, very nice um, gentleman. And he happened to say something that at that time I was, I, I felt was very offensive, definitely um, 
for anyone uh, within the, you know, um, that was an African-American. And it bothered me for a while. And um, that night I was like, well, you know, I, I, I was trying to understand how to actually perceive it, what perception should I take? Should I let it go or should I address it? You know, being young, not really understanding how to kind of uh, maneuver or even have open discussions in regards to that. I mean, this was pretty serious to me. And um, I finally had a opportunity to talk to one of the other uh, electrical engineers. There was another older gentleman that was actually, I think, his best friend, um, and I just said, you know, I just wanted to get some advice in regards to uh, a conversation that was held the other night and get your feedback. And he was able to provide me with some really sound advice. And he just encouraged me to go and talk to the, the gentleman and kind of express it and kind of um, see it from his perspective, just to kind of inquire what he really meant by what he said. And I got up early that morning and I uh, went to breakfast, and, of course, the gentleman was the first one there, and I got an opportunity to really sit down and talk to him. And he he, uh, he just was, like, you know, very shocked because he didn't feel – of course, he wasn't aware that I felt that way and just wanted to get – and I think I came off in a really great way where it was more of a dialogue conversation of, of a questions, um, seeking understanding before I just made an assumption. And he apologized and was, you know, pretty much um, shared his take and how he didn't mean it a certain way. Um, he does apologize and he, you know, wanted me to know that that's not the way he, he intended it to come out. And so that was a really a great opportunity um, for growth and development. It also taught me the opportunity to be able to, okay, um, take it and then move forward. We were still able to work on the project. I wanted to make sure it wasn't awkward where he wasn't feeling awkward to be kind of um, about it. But and I, I think we did a really great job of just moving forward and being able to still work on the team and have that camaraderie. Well, that was a very uh, that was a nice outcome considering the uh, the situation because so many times we may find ourselves even as young people in situations that are uh, maybe a little compromising or may have been offensive. But it sounds like again you looked at it as a growth and development opportunity. You sought advice from someone you felt had some sage wisdom. And, you know, you were able to carry through on it with, again, a very successful outcome. So thank you for sharing that. Appreciate it. Well, I just want to say to our listening audience that we are talking with Monique Strong, who is currently a project engineer with Ujama Construction and a very talented uh, young lady with lots of skills and competencies. So we're going to be finding out from Monique what's next on her horizon. Where is she headed next? But first, we're going to go to a commercial and we'll be right back. We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC 
or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. And ABWIC's intent is to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C. Thank you, and we're back. All right, we're back, and we're talking with Monique Strong, and as you heard in the commercial there, one of NABWIC's mission, and our goal is to go into the high school and introduce young black women to careers in construction. Um, We want to promote and support the STEM industry. And as you heard earlier, that was actually one of the ways that Monique got introduced to the construction industry. So once again, we are talking to Monique Strong, who is a very, very talented young lady. She has a BS in electrical engineering and a construction manager certification as well, and currently she's employed as a project engineer with Ujama Construction. But let's talk about what's next, uh, Monique, for you. So I know right now you're employed as a, a project engineer, but what's next? What do you see yourself going next? What's what's happening for you? Well, definitely um, I, I see myself as moving into uh, a project manager. That is definitely the road and the um, I feel the path that I am definitely on. And so my goal is to continue to learn and develop within the construction management industry and just be continue to be, as I've stated before in the past, a sponge. And I, I want to learn it all. I want to learn all aspects of it, what's so important, the basics, of course, the foundational, which is estimating and, and then going into, of course, learning about um, just the various different types of how to do project management because there there's there's many different ways and you can uh, and also I will say that you there are many types of project managers and you have to just figure out what is the best um, course and definitely the 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 best um, characteristic of a project manager you would like to be um, when you're engaging with on-site superintendents and with your show contractors and vendors and, and just with the client. And the most important thing is relationships. And so being able to be a relationship builder, I think that is definitely um, growth and development is what's next for me. Continue to grow because I feel that you never stop, especially if you want to continue to be successful in this within this industry or just any industry. Also, entrepreneurship, definitely uh, owning my own business at some point in time, but definitely getting the experience that I may be able to um, utilize the experiences that I'm given to be able to, to create my own and be able to help others as well. Wow. Well, it sounds like you've gained a lot already uh, just in the, uh, you know, the period of time that you've been, uh, at school learning, uh, through your internships, and now in your current role. So it looks like you've been able to identify all the key areas where, yes, continuous growth is certainly warranted, and everybody should strive for that. But you mentioned things like 
relationship building. You mentioned technical skills like the estimating and then, you know, people skills like, you know, managing people and managing projects because everybody's interested in projects being on time and being quality. So it looks like you've got your finger on the pulse of all the important things that you would need to grow into for the construction management industry. And then you mentioned entrepreneurship. So I'm going to ask you a question. What things about entrepreneurship do you think you might be struggling to understand right now? I know you're not quite there yet. That's on your future horizon. But are there things perhaps that you've already learned that you think will take you into the entrepreneurship journey? Yes, I've learned a lot. Um, I've learned that in entrepreneurship, um, with when you step out uh, on that, um, to me, that foundation of running your own business, um, most important thing you're um, that you're learning and maybe sometimes I, I see, I see can be a struggle is when you begin to take on liability, liability, whether it is for your, you know, for projects, your staff, your just various different, the whole organization of how things are ran. Um, those are, I think that would be something that I would, I'm continuing to learn about because it's easy to be a boss but it's not easy to be a leader i think that takes time that takes development that takes growth that takes listening skills um that also takes the ability of communication skills and not everyone naturally has that so sometimes it takes things it takes time to actually work on that and even if you naturally have it then it's definitely something that you have to continue to work on to continue to have it as a strength so i would say um, those are some things I think in entrepreneurship that um, I'm, I'm, I would say I am learning to understand that those are key things that could be a struggle. Wow, you have a lot of great perception and a lot of great insight. So, yes, if you master all those things, I think you will be a great leader, Monique, and I think you're one already. I do love your uh, one thing you did say. It's easy to be a boss, but not so easy to be a leader. But I think you're well on your way. So Thank let you. me ask, Thank you, Jackie. And I truly mean that sincerely. So let me ask you another question, Monique. What do you consider to be your greatest achievement so far? So far, my greatest achievement was taking the, the leap, the jump to go um, back to school for construction management. Um, to date, that is the biggest achievement because it has tr- totally transformed my life. Um, I remember that moment um, so vividly. It was only uh, a year ago, but it it was uh, I, I believe it was a very uncertain time for me. I feel that there was a lot of things going on, um, things that were, I felt, keeping me in a box, and I kept feeling the itch and the the motivation to want to break out the box. And sometimes it's hard because when you're thinking when you're in a box, and, and sometimes even not knowing you're in a box, uh, comfort is sometimes um, easier than taking a risk. And I will say this about comfort. It's easy to be comfortable and 
I know people enjoy being comfortable, but I feel that for me, I learned that I am not productive when I'm comfortable. Um, I think that's when one can become stagnant, uh, when you become comfortable. And I was in a season of comfortability. And I my and there was a part of me, and I feel that there was definitely the spirit of God telling me to um to tra- it was time to transition because I had become comfortable, and in that I I totally took a risk going back to school, not really understanding, but meeting, uh, calling the school and on the first ring talking to the chair of the department, and 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 then the next day I'm. He's like, you have to come to the school, and I'm I'm driving down there and meeting him and having, like, over an hour conversation, and instantly I was just like, oh, my gosh, I'm about to do this. I'm about to enroll in this program. I am about to do, um, you know, try something new, and not knowing that that was something that was always uh within me and something that was always a desire of mine. Um, If I was to think back, even when I was younger, um, living in Memphis, I was always fascinated with construction, Um, the building, the development. Um, My background, my grandfathers were in construction. My mother's uh, father built the house we grew up in. He was was in carpentry. Um, He was a carpenter and he built various different homes, uh, residential throughout the neighborhood. Uh, My father's um, father had a towel company. He did his contracts with the city of Memphis and did like towel for the mall of Memphis and various other uh, commercial establishments and, and not understanding the the vastness of that or the in, the importance of it at the time, being able to be with my father and, and seeing my grandfather work and going into the malls and my father pointing out some of my grandfather's work. Looking back now, those were some powerful moments and definitely priceless. And so that brought me full circle when I decided to go back to school and I actually walked into the classroom and I began to gain this knowledge of this new skill, and it just felt right. If you've ever had the opportunity to know when you're walking and you don't really know if it's the right choice, but once you get in it, you just feel this peace, and it's like, this is it. And so I feel that that would be the greatest accomplishment because after that, it's like everything lined up. I was able to, because of me going back to school, I got a chance to even be a part, learn about this phenomenal organization called NATWIC, National Association of Black Women in Construction. And I think even after meeting those dynamic women of the Atlanta chapter, uh, that also was very key in a lot that has transpired since then. Well, that was going to be actually my next question. So that's the next <laughs> nice segue. I was curious to know how you did learn about uh, NAVIC and how and what influenced you to become a member. Oh wow. Okay. So I thought about that. I did in this. I, I was I I was thinking in my mind, how did I learn about NAVIC? And now I know uh, actually how. Um, did an internship. Uh, I was. Well, Atlanta Technical College I was attending, and I realized I asked the chair if they had an internship program. They said they didn't, and I was like, oh, you know, that was kind of a downer at the time. And I was like, wow. 
but there was an opportunity. The chair shared with me that there was a, a company that had had a student, had ended up having a student go and intern with them before. Nothing official, but they went and did, uh, you know, was able to intern. It actually works for the company. So they passed along the information. I got a chance to talk to the director of construction and then also the young lady that actually was a student there. And it was just uh, instant connection and got a chance to go interview and got the internship and spent the whole summer just being able to learn under this awesome, um, I feel, mentor definitely a mentor now uh, at the time, uh, Mr. Uh, Dwayne Cheatham for Skyline Construction and Engineering and uh, met Erica uh, Rogers, who's also a member of NATWIG. And she happened to be telling me about this organization. We were just sitting uh, for lunch and just talking and she knew I was at the time, just so engrossed in learning so much about this industry. And she shared it. She was like, yeah, you know, um, you know, talked about the organization. was like, yeah, they have meetings. And she talked about the annual conference that she had got a chance to go to. I think it was in Washington. And then uh, just how she got, she was so impressed by these red shirts. These women wearing these red shirts. It was just a power. And I was like, wow, I, said, well, I need to meet these women. <laughs> and, so, and so I ended up researching and found out that they were actually having a meeting, I think either that Saturday or the next Saturday. And me and her, she actually went with me. Um, and so we just showed up on the campus, of course, of the uh, Clark Atlanta University. So that was great because that was like a, a homecoming. <laughs> so mm-hmm. being familiar with the campus and instantly walked in and we were just greeted with so much um love and support and the meeting had uh they were speaking and I think we both just felt like it was right and I think ever since then we kind of been rolling with the ladies (laughs) (laughs) well that is uh, so wonderful and we are very very happy to have you as a member of NABWIC and we know not only did you become a, a member but you became very active with the organization and as people read a little bit about your bio on the blog talk podcast they'll learn that you actually are a member of NAWIC's marketing and communication committee uh, you serve as a subcommittee chair for uh, social media and I'm sure there are other things that uh, you get involved in with the organization as well so thank you for being a part we certainly appreciate and value your contribution Monique. Oh, thank you, Zach. It's actually uh, it's fun, and I would say that for anyone that's looking to just join a um, for those looking for a sisterhood, this is it. For those looking for women that are like minded, especially if you are looking to become entrepreneur, um, this is definitely it. Wow, well, thank you. Well, listen, we are ending up our show, and uh, we've had so much fun. It's amazing how fast 30 minutes goes. But let (laughs) me ask one question that we typically ask all of our guests that come on the show. What's your favorite book or author? Are are there any current works that you're, you're reading right now? Yes, I am. I am reading Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Um, I that is definitely what I am reading within this season, and it has is it is a 
Carlson Reed. I've actually joined the Think and Grow Rich Accountability, and uh, it's like a call uh, through NatWIC. And I'll just follow also with the Blog Talk Radio as well. Um, it's definitely a movement, and it's a mind-changing encounter. Wow, that is wonderful. Think and Grow Rich, and I know that's a very popular book, and a lot of NatWIC members are actually going through that and uh, have been really, really blessed by it. So thanks for, for sharing. And one other thing before we wrap up, Monique, uh, there may have been uh, questions that I haven't asked, things that we haven't explored, but is there uh, one last uh, comment or piece of advice that you'd like to offer to our listening audience uh, before we conclude our show? I would say know what you want and go after it. Don't be afraid to ask for what you want. I believe that this is definitely the season I've learned that the most. Ask for it and go get it. Well, that, that's some powerful advice there, Monique. Know what you want. Don't be afraid to ask for it and then just go get it. Uh, that's That's good advice for all of us. Well, listen, I want to thank you so much for being on the show this morning. And for being NABWIC's guest, we certainly do appreciate it. And I know that as you continue with your career, that you'll continue to be successful. You'll reach all those aspirations that you've articulated. And uh, we want to wish you the best of success. Thank you so much, Jackie, for having me on the call. And I'm really excited about what um, NABWIC is doing. And I'm so I was. And I'm so grateful for actually having an opportunity to chat with you today. All right. Well, we look forward to seeing you in Atlanta uh, in January. In the meantime, take care. And once again, thanks for being on the show. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.